Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of The Gradient Podcast. In case you don't know, The Gradient is a digital magazine that aims to be a place for discussion about research and trends in artificial intelligence and machine learning. We provide accessible and technically informed overviews of what's going on in AI, as well as a platform for perspectives on recent developments and long-term trends. And an exciting thing is that we have reached our third anniversary, which is why we are now launching this podcast to be an extension of that mission. We will interview various people in the field of AI, ranging from researchers to practitioners and beyond. In particular, we want to interview people who you don't get to hear from in other podcasts to help you dive deeper into the world of AI. In this very first episode, we will just introduce the podcast and tell you a bit on why we want to do it and who we are. With me, I have two of the co-founders of the Gradient, Adi and Hugh, who are also uh, currently some of the leading editors and generally people running this whole thing. So to get going, I'll just let them introduce themselves uh, so we can let you know who we are. Uh, starting with uh, Adi, how about you tell us uh, who you are? Yeah. Hey, everyone. I'm Adi. I graduated last year from Stanford, where I studied math and CS. And I currently work on machine learning for self-driving cars at Neuro. Great. And then uh, Hugh. Hey, everyone. I'm Hugh. I also just graduated last year from Stanford. I'm currently working, I'm currently working on teaching AI agents to play the game of diplomacy at Facebook AI Research. And this fall, I will be starting a PhD in computer science at Harvard. Great. And last but not least is me. I'm Andre. I'm a PhD student at Stanford where I research uh, learning algorithms for robotics and reinforcement learning. I also uh, run the website Scanner Today, which covers uh, news and AI and aims to provide a critical look uh, at media coverage of AI, particularly trying to work against hype and misinformation. So uh, welcome listeners, welcome uh, fans of The Gradient. Uh, for the rest of us, we'll just uh, be discussing a bit of The Gradient, uh, our thoughts on the state of AI, and um, where we think we'll be going next. So as I mentioned, this is the third year anniversary of The Gradient. Uh, quite exciting. I don't know that when you were starting this, we ever expected it to go this long or to have uh, this, much, this much reach or for us to interact with so many great people to write things for The Gradient. So yeah, first thing is uh, let's look back a bit and think back on how we got here and you know our experience uh, running things. Uh, Adi or Hugh, uh, do you want to kind of maybe first go into how this whole thing started? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, um, looking back, we were, we're all undergrads, uh, at the time the gradient started plus Andre, who was a grad student. Um, we're all working on AI research and, um, originally we wanted to start a kind of machine learning club of sorts on campus where we would hang out and just discuss AI and our thoughts on the future. Um, and, and at some point we came to the shared conclusion that 
while we're all working on different aspects of AI research in different subfields, um, it's actually pretty hard to figure out what's actually important given the thousands of papers published each year. Um, so we ended up starting the Gradient, which um, currently is a platform for people to write articles and share thoughts on the state of AI. And uh, the name sort of came from the fact that we are aiming to point in the direction of the field. Awesome. And then Hugh, I guess, uh, what are your memories from the early days, how you got involved and all of these sorts of things? Yeah, I have, I have very good memories of those times, um, partly because back then we were still uh, all in one place instead of all being remote from COVID. But um, it was really great to get to know all the other people who were interested in machine learning as an undergrad while on campus um, and getting to meet all these really cool people um, in the research community who were interested in writing about their work and sharing their perspectives. Uh, I remember one of the first articles we published was with uh, Sebastian Ruder on uh, the ImageNet moment for NLP. And it was really, really interesting to be able to like see and highlight a trend in NLP before it became really big um, and learning about all that and working with interesting researchers. So I'm very thankful that um, we all had the chance to work together and start the gradient. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, looking back, it's actually pretty interesting how I got involved. Uh, another person who co-started Gradient, uh, we were, you know, there were, I don't know, around 10 of us actually early on. And uh, we were just the few who uh, stuck around and are still uh, working on it, as well as some other editors who are part of our team um, that you probably get to hear from in the future. So yeah, I got involved by actually being asked to write an article before the Gradient even launched. Um, and it, at the time I had some things to say, uh, so I thought that would be fun. And then as, as I was running it, um, I was sort of curious uh, how it was coming together, when it would go public, uh, all of these sorts of things. So then gradually I sort of started attending the meetings and and got involved in help, helping it become a thing. And then uh, I guess it's, it's I'm glad that I did because uh, this has definitely been quite a rewarding uh, side project uh, in addition to doing research. And um, definitely has, has been, let's say, um, exciting and, and motivating and uh, just generally interesting to work on. So going off of... Um, Hugh's comment about one of your early articles um, on the gradient. I was thinking we could maybe next uh, look back and comment on a few of the articles each of us thinks is particularly interesting or you really liked or, you know, you think generally is, is a good representation of what the gradient is all about. So Adi or Hugh, uh, feel free to jump in with um, any articles that you uh think back on fondly? Yeah, um, I'd say one is uh, this piece that compares uh, PyTorch and TensorFlow, um, making sort of the central claim that PyTorch is more popular in research circles while TensorFlow is more popular in industry, and, and also sort of breaking down like statistically why that's the case and technically what informs the different use cases. And, and that piece got quite a lot of attention 
kind of across research. And I think it was tweeted by Facebook CTO and um, overall was um, one of the, I think, most influential pieces we've had. Um, another more recent one is uh, this piece that's it's called a visual history of interpretation for image recognition that kind of goes over um, different model interpretability techniques, uh, compares the, the outputs visually and charts what I think is um, a, a really insightful timeline as to how these methods were developed and how they also build on each other in some ways. Yeah, I mean, both of those pieces were really, really great pieces. Another piece I really remember is, um, it was called The Promise of Hierarchical Reinforcement Learning. Um, it was written by a PhD student named Yanis. And I'm really happy with this piece because it, it laid out a huge overview of the entire field of hierarchical reinforcement learning. And not only was it relatively big at the time, but it remains one of our like top read pieces for years afterward because it would appear on Google searches from people who wanted to learn about hierarchical reinforcement learning and served as sort of a introductory you know, article into the field. And so not only was it a big article at the time, it was also something that like passed the test of time that people still refer back to it. Yeah, those are definitely some uh, great articles. And then for me, there's a lot that um, is great. Uh, one of the ones that I like to think back on is uh, a speech to text practitioners crit criticisms of industry and academia, which uh, explains how a uh, person outside of industry and academia in Russia has worked on this problem of speech to text, which is still kind of less worked on by individuals, is less accessible, is, is mainly kind of done by big companies that can afford uh, to have large data sets. Um, unlike a lot of other uh, areas in AI, they're still not very good sort of public data sets. And so it's hard to work on that yourself. So that one is, is very interesting. Um, I also, uh, to be a little selfish, uh, we've each written a couple of articles ourselves, which uh, is always very kind of educational and, and interesting to sort of introspect and try to highlight uh, some thoughts that you have. So to mention one of those, uh, I have written uh, lessons from the Pulse model and discussion last year where there was kind of a big controversy, a lot of discussion on Twitter. And at the time I tried to sort of try to summarize the, the different things that emerged from it instead of just letting it linger on um, Twitter and Reddit where let's say it's a bit more chaotic and it's hard to really um, have any good um, conclusions. So yeah, those are just a couple, uh, but of course there's, you know, I don't know even how many dozens of articles and we try to have each one be uh, worth reading and polished and so on. So <laughs> let's not, uh, um, let's not imply that uh, anything else is, is worse. Uh, all of these articles are, I think, quite interesting. Okay, so that's a good little look back. And then um, maybe you can now start looking a bit forward. So 
uh, we have a pretty solid thing going with Gradient. We, um, you know, love to try and continue publishing articles consistently. Uh, so yeah, maybe looking and uh, into what go is going on right now, uh, Adi and Hugh, do you have any thoughts as to what is interesting in the field of AI right now? Uh, what sort of, sort of things have you been thinking about? Um, yeah. What do you think, uh, is, is kind of, uh, prompting a lot of discussion and, and probably might be covered in articles, uh, going forward in the near future on the gradient. Yeah, uh, good, good question. Um, one that comes to mind for me is um, what uh, Andre Karpathy, who leads the autopilot team at Tesla, referred to as the transition from software 1.0 to software 2.0, where um, in his terminology, software 1.0 kind of um, refers to like traditional rules-based algorithmic programs that are generally very complicated, but uh, are written by hand. And software 2.0 refers to um, sort of machine learning equivalents of these complicated programs. Um, to point to an example, um, I think in the self-driving world, um, historically, a lot of uh, planning and control has been software 1.0. But over time, um, I think there's been this interesting shift towards more machine learning based models, uh, which can be much more robust to edge cases and generalize better. And uh, I think kind of across many fields, I expect that um, a lot of complicated systems that have been sort of built up with classical algorithms uh, to be gradually replaced by machine learning systems, or if not completely replaced to be, to be supplemented with machine learning. One thing that's been on my mind and the mind of many other researchers has been large language models, especially given that like from the beginning of like ULM, FIT, ELMO, BERT, up to like GBT3 now, um, as well as the other really, really massive language models. Um, in that training on unsupervised language data has just been so much better than we've expected. It transfers over to all sorts of other supervised um, tasks. Um, the text that it generates is more realistic than anything that a lot of people thought possible. And it seems like uh, we've just hit the beginning of that because we don't seem to be getting diminishing or that many diminishing returns, even as we scale these models really, really high. So I think that there's a, a large push in this direction that will continue, at least for a little bit more, um, scaling up transformers and training on even larger data sets. Um, from a more personal point of view, I'm also excited about the impact of AI on society and that AI is sort of quickly becoming this thing that it used to be something that only researchers talked about, but over the last decade is becoming more and more um, impactful in society. And so I think we're going to see a lot more like interaction between policymakers, um, researchers in other fields discussing AI and the impact of which um, AI is going to be felt on the rest of the world. In terms of research interest, partly selling my own research interests, um, I think a lot of learning in the past has been done in environments that are sort of static, um, where you sort of have a data set and you train large models on that complicated models, but there's less of a strategic element. And I think because AI is becoming more important in the future, we're gonna have more challenges in things like multi-agent learning, learning where like 
there might be an adversary trying to subvert your learning intentions, making sure that you're robust to all this stuff. And so um, I'm personally interested in like economics and game theory and how that um, interacts with machine learning. And while that's not like, a, I guess, a thing that everyone's talking about yet, I have uh, optimism that this is something that will become more and more important as AI is deployed in the real world. Definitely, <clears throat> yes. Um, personally, I, I've also found it interesting to reflect on how AI has been you know, getting into all various uh, aspects of society, you know, AI beyond academia, beyond research and seeing it uh, having various impacts in the real world. So, yeah, I, I have been quite interested and have been seeing a lot and keeping up with different applications that have been uh, emerging, um, especially in, in companies and products and ways people have thought to, you know, use AI to do actual things. So uh, in the past year, of course, we've seen there was a lot of effort to use AI to help with COVID in terms of developing a vaccine, but also in terms of, you know, helping to track uh, mask usage in some cases. Of course, a huge topic has been facial recognition, which is continuing to become more and more common, which is a little concerning. And um, yeah, there's all these topics, you know, self-driving cars, deepfakes, et cetera, that seem to continue to get bigger and bigger, right? So it seems like over the next decade, we'll really see AI get it everywhere. And it will be very interesting to see kind of the new ways uh, that impacts our lives and uh, maybe the unexpected ways in which it uh, gets out there. Alrighty, so um, yeah, I don't want to make this first episode too long. Uh, I think this was just supposed to be a sort of introduction and a bit of a conversation. So to close things off, um, how about we we go in, uh, into a bit more logistics? So as you said, again, this is referred anniversary, and that's what's prompting this uh podcast. But uh, that's not the only thing. Uh, actually, we are uh, trying out a couple new things going forward. So uh, we're just going to give you a quick summary of what that is. Um, Hugh, how about uh, you give us kind of the overview of what we are doing that's new uh, for the Gradient? Thank you. Thank you. So as Andre has already announced, the podcast is something that we're starting that's new. Um, additionally, we have two other initiatives. The first one is that we're announcing a prize for uh, our third birthday, um, the details of which will be announced shortly on our website. We're going to have a $1,000 cash prize pool for um, the best article submissions submitted in the next few months. So if you're interested in writing for The Gradient, this is probably the best time or the best time that, you know, it's always been a great time to write for The Gradient, but now is even better of a time. Um, and we're looking forward to your submission. We're planning to start a weekly newsletter um, on Substack, and we're going to talk about the most pressing issues in AI, um, as well as a short commentary um, by each uh, editor, by each editor um, writing that week. So the issue that week could vary from something like a paper to a big issue in AI that everybody's talking about on Twitter or in the news, um, and we'll describe the issue for you. Uh, as a summary, so you know what it's, it's all about. And then we'll follow it up with a range of opinions um, or takes or short commentary by each editor. So you get a, a, a range of viewpoints from well-informed experts at the gradient. 
Awesome. Yeah. So those are the new things uh, you can expect from the gradient. Uh, we are excited. <laughs> we, uh, you know, it's, it's a new thing for us. So we'll have to, of course, uh, figure out some details, uh, maybe change the plan a bit along the way, but um, we would be very happy if you uh, stick around and, and see how these things develop. And we definitely hope that for fans of a gradient or for people generally interested in AI, these things will be valuable and interesting and, uh, you know, interesting. So that's about it for our first episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support a gradient, uh, we now have a Patreon where you can sign up so you can uh, head on over. We have different tiers, uh, as little as $1. This is by the way, a completely nonprofit effort. So we don't get paid and, and none of the offers we've worked so far have been paid until this cash prize. So, um, yeah, we've actually spent a good deal out of pocket to get this whole thing going. So if you want to support us, you can head on over to Gradient, or you can just subscribe on Substack to be notified of future articles and, and listen to uh, future podcasts. Um, we always welcome your feedback so you can reach out to us on Twitter. If you have any thoughts, um, follow us there as well. Aside from that, uh, now that we have a podcast, we would of course appreciate your feedback there. Uh, you know, rate us on iTunes, give us reviews, all of that usual stuff. Uh, we would love to hear from you, uh, what you think about this whole thing. So that's it. Thank you for listening once again. And, uh, we look forward to, um, producing interesting interviews and uh, new episodes of the podcast going forward. <laughs>